Welcome to Unsubscribe. I'm your host, Avani Jane. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to intentionally opt out of anything that's robbing you of your energy, freedom, joy, and peace of mind. It's time to let it all go, finally, so that you can clear your mental inboxes and make space to subscribe to a life that truly lights your soul. If you're ready, hop in. We are embarking on the transformation of a lifetime. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Unsubscribe. I'm so excited to be here behind the mic once again and sharing with you today's topic because, oh my goodness, I have been getting so many downloads and inspiration and ideas on what to talk about when it comes to showing up online and how we make showing up online fun again. Because let me tell you, if you are a creator, an entrepreneur, a freelancer, a blogger, someone who shares in the world, we have been on a journey the last several years. We somewhere along the way stopped having fun showing up. It started to become a grind that we just did not enjoy. Or maybe you want to be a creator and you haven't started showing up yet and that feels so hard. It feels like there's so much inertia to get started. And I want to just share with you what we've been experiencing collectively because I'm thinking about a lot of the listeners that are tuning in today and I know a lot of you personally. I think about you often and I know the amazing gifts you have to offer to this world. And I also know that showing up can be so, so hard sometimes. Somewhere in between the blur of the pandemic in 2020 and everyone coming out into the world again years later and showing up in social events and other things that are happening in our lives. Maybe we had big life events happen. We got married or we left a relationship or grew a family or had other big life-changing moments. Things happened the last several years. Now it's 2024 four years later, and things have changed. Life has changed. So have we. And showing up in the same way that we used to once, maybe two years, three years, four or five years ago, it's hard. It doesn't feel right. It feels so out of alignment. And honestly, maybe it even feels unsafe. We feel really exposed. We're in this new identity, new version of ourselves, the 2024 version of ourselves, and we don't know how to show up in that big, bold, energetic way that we once might have used to, or maybe that way that we want to one day again. So if you're in this position, if you're someone who used to show up in a big, bold way and you'd like to again sometime, or you haven't even done that yet, you haven't started your idea, your blog, your business, but you really, really want to, you know there's something big that you have inside of you that needs to be put out into the world. If you're in that position, this podcast episode is for you. It's for all of you. And showing up can look different. I'm going to talk a lot about showing up online in today's podcast episode, but many of us show up in other ways with our families, in work, in our careers, And there's a lot that I'm going to be talking about here that could be extrapolated and applied to those scenarios as well. But I want to take you back first to a story, an experience that happened to me in June 2020. June 2020, I had worked on the coolest digital product offering I had ever made. It's still to this day the coolest thing I've ever made from a digital product offering standpoint. 
And oh my gosh, I was just so excited to put this amazing proposal builder out into the world. It was called Proposals That Sell Themselves. And I had put everything I had learned from creating over a million dollars in revenue at that time in my agency, put everything I learned about making proposals that really sell, that you send them to your client and they they say yes. Your potential client says yes, they sign up, they're ready to go. Really high converting proposals. It was and is, it's still available by the way, <laughs> such a good product because it gave you scripts, it gave you everything you needed to write an amazing proposal. And when I put that onto the world, I sent a lot of emails promoting it. I was just so excited. I was showing up, sharing about it, and it was big. It was so exciting for me. And I remember I sent a specific email with some language that rubbed someone the wrong way. And today I look back and it feels like, oh, maybe it wasn't even, it was a small misunderstanding and it wasn't actually that big of a deal, but I allowed it to be a big deal. I sent an email talking about at that time we were coming out of our, um, what is it called? Lockdown, at least where I live, we were experiencing the end of a lockdown and people were cautiously going out into the world, wearing masks, being really, really, really careful. And I had some copy in there alluding to that. And I remember I got a response from somebody who had been on my email list and she said that I was being insensitive. I didn't understand the intensity and the gravity of the pandemic and I was just making light of the situation. I responded in the best way that I could, and I'm pretty sure that person unsubscribed from my list, totally fine. But I, and I know deep inside of me that my words were taken and twisted in a way because somebody was really upset with what was happening in the world. And it was an upsetting time. I get it. It was such an upsetting time. There were so many things happening at that time that were hard, that were heavy, that we didn't really know how to navigate to through. There were so many things happening in that time that we didn't know how to navigate through. And I didn't know either. So I remember that email exchange and I allowed what this person said to cut deep. I allowed it to mean something about me. I allowed it to mean that I wasn't cut out to do this, to communicate in this big, bold way with others, to sell online in this big, bold way. And so I stopped. I let what she said dictate the next four years of me showing up online. I allowed it to make me play small. I shut down my podcast. I stopped promoting things. I pulled in words. And I have to say, it's not that I sat around and did nothing. In the last four years, I scaled my agency to an incredible place. I grew a team and had some. we had some really great things happen in our lives, me and Tushar, and just incredible time. Like the last four years have been the best four years of my life. But in this one piece, this one angle. It wasn't so much. I shared online. I shared on stories. I've been always on stories, sharing with you my workouts, sharing what I'm doing, what I'm eating, because that felt natural to me. But it was in a small way. I was giving you snippets. I wasn't going deep anymore. And that's that's where I was until 2023. And I really took a look at everything on the table. If you listen to episode one, you talk. I talk until 2023. And that's when I really took a look at everything on the table. And if you listen to episode one, I talk about this on there. I talk about how I needed to do something different and I needed something where it felt like I was being in my purpose. And that's what this podcast, Unsubscribe, is all about. 
I found a way to use my voice and started showing up for the podcast. And I want to tell you how I made that transition and what I've been doing in order to keep showing up behind the mic in front of guest podcasts, in front of the camera, on Instagram, on reels, on stories. I want to share that with you today because this whole time, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, I was incubating. I was processing that incident and that person who said, hey, you're so off base. You're not, she didn't even say you're not a good person, but that's literally what I thought about myself. Like, I'm not a good person. How could I have thought that she could have understood this? But the thing is, no matter what I said in an email or online or with friends, no matter what I say, even today on the podcast, you can take my words and you can twist them to make them mean whatever you want. And you can portray me as the bad guy. That is up to you. And I know there's going to be moments in the future where I'm misunderstood once again. And so finally, after years and years of sinking into and developing who I am as a person, developing my confidence, developing really the inner work that I needed to do on myself to become the next version of me, as I started working on that, I started to unravel the need to be perfect, the need to be and show myself in a certain way because I know that as long as I hold that, as long as I keep that desire to please everybody around me, everyone like one of the thousands of people that follow me or on my email list, as long as I keep that desire to please them and make every single person happy, I am not going to show up in my most bold, brave, and authentic way. I'm not going to show up in the way the world needs me to. And that is what's going to stop me from showing up in a big way. So I needed to let that go. I needed to say, this is the end of it and unsubscribe to those fears. Unsubscribe to playing small. And I needed to subscribe to showing up in a big way in the world and on the podcast and saying, it's okay if I hurt feelings. It's okay if I disappoint someone because what I have to say is too important. There are people out there who are waiting for me to say what I need to say because it is going to be the thing, the one sentence, the one nugget that shifts their lives forever. And that's why I needed to let go of that BS. That's why I needed to unsubscribe to that way of thinking, that way of being. And it took so much time. <laughs> I wasn't ready to fully unsubscribe to that until last year, the end of last year. And I was like, okay, great. We're doing this now. And it's time to use my voice again because my fear, even though it still exists, will not stop me because my why, my purpose is massive massive. I realize the reason I'm doing this is because I need to share what I am experiencing and learning on a daily basis with all of you in some way, in some format, because it's too good. I've been hearing dozens and dozens of people message me saying, this is what I needed. It's like you're in my head. I needed to hear this. I'm going through this rocky time. I'm going through a moment where all the pieces are falling to the ground and I need to pick them up again. And the fact that we're not alone is just so comforting. And so you're not alone. I'm here. I'm doing it too. And I want to talk about how we can do it. I want to talk about how we can make showing up online fun again. How can we make showing up in a big, bold, beautiful way something that we want to do that feels exciting? So showing up requires practice. It's a muscle. I started doing Instagram Lives a few weeks ago to promote the show 
right after we launched. And I remember the first one that I got on, I was feeling a little nervous. I hadn't done an Instagram live in years and years. And so it felt a little weird. It felt a little awkward. But then once I got on that conversation, it's like, oh, this was really fun. It was a fun conversation with a friend that I really admire and adore. So I got on another one the next day and another one the next day. I think at this point I've done maybe five or six or seven Instagram lives over the last couple of weeks. I'm going to be doing more. And oh, also guest episodes. I'm going to be doing more of those too. And it got easier and easier and easier. And now there's not a mental hurdle for me to uh, get energetically prepared, get ready, make sure I look okay so that I can be on in this way on an Instagram live for 20 minutes, 15 minutes. That inertia has disappeared because I kept doing it again and again and again. And I started strengthening that muscle. That muscle had gotten so weak. <laughs> over the last few years because I hadn't done it. I used to show up on camera and talk about like, hey, here are three things I'm doing to help make sure my clients renew. And I would show up and share those things every single day. And it was so much fun for me. And then I stopped. And so now as I'm doing that again, I'm like, oh, I forgot the joy in this. I forgot how it feels when it clicks with someone and they respond to you and they say, oh my gosh, thank you for this tip. It just changed the way I thought about this, changed the way I run my business, changed the way I think about this and operate in my life. Those moments, those shifts in one person, even if it's just one person, just so worth it for me. And that is where my why comes from. So I'm showing up and I'm making it a practice. I'm doing it every day in some way, shape, or form, whether it is making a real Instagram live, showing up on someone's podcast as a guest, recording for my own podcast. I am doing it and I'm doing it even though I'm scared. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned the idea of this being a muscle. We are working out. It's an exercise. The showing up muscle needs to be pushed and pulled in order to gain mass. And I wanted to show you the list of things. I have a list of six different things I'm doing right now to make showing up online fun again. And like I said, this applies to all sorts of situations. Maybe you are going to be posting on LinkedIn. Maybe you are trying to promote your podcast. Maybe you have an online coaching program, a certification. Maybe you are a blogger or you have digital courses or you have an agency of some sort. Whatever type of business or situation or thing that you create, maybe you have a blog and you just really love talking about a certain talk topic. Maybe you have a blog and you just really love talking about a certain topic. No matter what bucket you fall into, I want you to take these and take them in and see what resonates with you because there's going to be one or two or three things that you pick up in here and you're like, hey, I need to implement this today because it's going to be so helpful for me. So the first thing is I am taking the play and experimental approach with all of this, and I'm not holding on too tightly to anything. I posted a reel a day last week, so I think I posted five reels last week, and I played around with it. I played around with the captions. I added in B-roll, and I tried to see how long it took me to do each thing. As I started to do it more and more, of course, I became more efficient as I was fig figuring out templates on reels and trending music and all that stuff. And I'm learning a lot from other people who do reels frequently and have gone viral, which is so cool. So not only am I taking the play and experimental approach, the second piece to that is I am being strategic too. 
So I'm not just mindlessly posting three reels a day forever until the end of time. That's what I might have done if I did something like this years ago. No, I am looking at what is the smallest amount of effort I can do for the biggest impact and the biggest ROI. In this case, my ROI is reach and visibility. I want more people to come to the podcast. I want more people to come to my profile, see what I'm doing and listen to the podcast. So I'm being strategic about it. I am looking at people who have done this well, who are maybe only posting a few times a week reels and they are being super smart about it. I've learned about the fact that we can reuse content in a certain way and I'm studying what people who are doing well when it comes to reels are doing. I'm looking at what they're doing. I'm looking at how they're putting it together. I'm looking at how long their captions are. I'm just studying and taking notes. I have this whole folder in Instagram where I'm literally saving reels I watch and putting them in a reels to make folder or B-roll to record. You can use the little save or like bookmark tag on Instagram to do that. So instead of scrolling on Instagram now, I am being strategic with my time. I'm actually looking at what is this person doing well? Are they actually doing something well? Do they have something that is attracting attention? Have they grown a following? Do they have the type of content or business or whatever it is that I want? And how can I reverse engineer it? I want to be strategic and I want to reverse engineer because my time is not limitless and I am not just sitting around trying to make reels for 20 hours of the week. That's not my vibe. It might be your vibe, but it is not my vibe. I don't have the time and space for that the energetic capacity for that, honestly. So let's make sure not only are we playing and taking this experimental approach and saying not everything needs to be perfect or polished. I'm just trying it and seeing what resonates, seeing what lands. But the part two to that is I want to make sure that I'm also being strategic. I'm looking at what's working and reverse engineering it and putting a timeline on it. If I do this for 30 days, this is the result that I expect. If it's not working, I need to come back to the drawing board to reevaluate it. Let's not do things blindly anymore. Let's not show up blindly anymore and cross our fingers and hope and pray that it's just going to work out because that is a waste of our time and energy. And we are not here to waste time and energy. Just absolute no. Number three, now I just added another item. So now we're at seven things. The third thing that I'm doing is I'm learning new things. I realized in the last several years, there's so much out there that has changed when it comes to content creation online. There's so many features and pieces that we can leverage now, which extend our time. One of those things is ManyChat. I love ManyChat because it extends me. Someone can comment on my post or comment on my story and say a certain word and I will send them what they want. So maybe it's a podcast link. I will send them a podcast link and say, hey, click to Spotify, click to go to iTunes. I don't have to copy and paste every time someone texts me, hey, can I listen to your podcast? They just say the word listen now and I can send them those things. So that automation is really powerful, extends my time. And I just had so much fun setting it up and figuring it out. It wasn't actually that difficult. It took me a few hours to figure out the sequences and the messages and make it sound like me. And now I get to leverage that and I get to grow that as I grow the podcast. 
I'm also learning a lot about viral reels. Like I said, I'm tapping into people around me, the community I've built and asking them what's working for you, not just reels. I'm also asking people who have grown their audiences recently, what's working for you and how can I emulate that? What is your advice for me? So I'm taking this student approach to it saying, there is a lot here I don't know and I want to learn it all. I want to be a sponge. And being in that mindset, my, my and being in that mindset, that mentality has been so helpful for me because it's brought the spark back. The like, hey, I'm a kid again, learning everything and I get to do it and figure it out. And it feels like playing. It kind of ties back to that first point. So learning new things has helped me so much. Number four, I am a big words of affirmations person. I love good feedback about things that I'm doing. Um, if you want to become my best friend, just shower me with words of affirmations. <laughs> I just love it. That's my love language. And that means I love when people say nice things about my podcast and my show and how it's impacted them or resonates with them. And I am screenshotting all of these and putting them in a folder on my phone labeled as podcast feedback. And I can tap into that whenever I'm feeling like I need to be my own hype woman and feel good about what I'm doing every single day. So having a folder where you are collecting feedback, collecting text messages, emails, and Instagram DMs, reviews, all of that, I'm collecting them, putting them together so that I can have evidence that what I'm doing is working. There is something here about showing up that is really, really landing with people. And I need to remember that sometimes, <laughs> even if it's just a bank of 20 images, that's 20 different people that you have made a profound impact on. And that's not nothing. That's how we start ripple effects. That's how we make change in the world. The fifth thing that's helped me make showing up online fun again is deeply connecting with my purpose. I know without a shadow of a doubt that I am put here on this earth to be an expander for other people. I'm here to expand what is possible for others, for myself and for others. And when I remembered that and realized that that's what I'm here to do, that's what I'm here to do in service of the world and on service of this podcast, everything clicked, everything just fell into place and it all became so much easier. I feel that fueling me every single time I show up to make a reel, to share on an Instagram live, to write another pitch for a guest podcast. I'm reconnecting with my purpose, my why. I'm here to expand others. I'm here to show them what's possible in this lifetime, even though it may feel hard, even though it may feel crunchy. And because I know that that's what I'm here to do, everything else becomes a little bit easier. So I encourage you to take the time to deeply, deeply connect with your purpose and remember why you're here. Remember why you were put on this planet, in this generation, in this special set of beautiful snowflake circumstances. Why are you here? And when you leave, what are you going to be remembered for? Let's come back to that. And I know you're here for something big. I know that. And that's why you're listening to this podcast. That's why we're all here tuning in to this frequency today. Number six, boundaries. Okay, so I thought I would make a whole podcast episode on this and I maybe will at some point, but 
when we are plugging in to showing up online and saying, I'm going to do this in a big way, I'm going to be here, I'm going to say hello and be on video and be someone who's big and bold. Yes, when you are a person that decides to do that, you also need boundaries. We need time to not get sucked into the scroll to say, hey, I'm going to shut down today. I'm going to close my laptop, turn off my phone, and I'm going to stop. But sometimes it's really hard because we have this habit and these apps are made to be sticky. They're made to be addicting. So my recommendation is on weekends, delete Instagram. Start with weekends. Just delete it completely or delete the app of your choice, whatever it is that is hard for you to be disconnected to. TikTok is a big one. Twitter is another one, or now we call it X, I guess. Whatever it is that you are sucked into and you feel yourself going into this like tunnel vision, scroll, doom scrolling place, delete that app for the weekend so you can come back to the present, so you can come back into your body and remember that you're a person that gets to live a life too. And sometimes I even do this on the evenings too, when I know that it's going to be a little distracting from me being present to spending time with my husband and just having a nice relaxing evening. I really encourage you to delete the app. And when I started to do this, I realized it was actually really easy to delete and reinstall. And it keeps you logged in when you reinstall, which is kind of nice, but deleting it takes that need to open it away a little bit more because now you have to wait for it to download. So that extra barrier is so much better than using app limits on your phone if you have um, iOS. The other thing that I strongly recommend if you are a TikTok person is delete TikTok from your mobile device. Delete it from your iPhone, your Android phone, whatever phone you're using, and only have it on your tablet or iPad. This one move has allowed me to not be addicted to TikTok. TikTok is really great. I love it. I get so many ideas from it. I have so many things that I'm learning from people on TikTok that I follow, fashion, food, fitness, cleaning the house, <laughs> deep cleaning the dishwasher, you name it. I'm probably learning it, making the best matcha latte in the world and up-leveling and romanticizing my life, whatever it is, I'm learning it on TikTok and it's so much fun, but I need to have a boundary. So I only have it on my iPad. This one shift just changed the game for me when it comes to my mental and digital landscape. And that's a boundary that I think we all need to practice, especially if we're committing to showing up because that means we need to be on some of these apps. And so if we're going to be showing up, we need to also have a boundary of like, when do we stop? When do we say this is complete for today? Number seven is a big one. Another one I can do a whole episode on. So if you want me to do more deep dives into some of these, please let me know. Systems. Have a system. Like I said, I'm not here to do online, social media, writing an email, blah, blah, blah for 20 hours a week. I'm just not here for that. So I'm creating systems. I'm trying to find ways to make it so easy for me to show up for you. So how am I doing that? I'm constantly looking at moments in my life where I can record B-roll. B-roll is just video that you take of yourself on your phone of you doing something that is like lifestyle-y, like maybe you're sitting at your desk, maybe you're recording a podcast, maybe you're drinking coffee, you're taking a walk or working on your computer on something. I'm capturing these little moments and putting them in a folder on my phone and then I upload them to Google Drive later so that my production team can help make videos and reels and things like that. And I'm making that easy for me later too when I might be doing a reel myself from a template. 
I'm also using scroll time, like I said earlier, for research. Instead of scrolling mindlessly, I'm looking at reels. What are people doing well? The people that I admire and follow and have the following or visibility that I would like, what are they doing really well and how can I reverse engineer that? And then I'm working on batch creation as well. So I'm sitting down to record a podcast and I'm doing that at a certain time and I'm doing more than one at a time if I can. I'm also doing the same thing when I'm creating content. I'm sitting down and writing captions, multiple captions. I'm sitting down and queuing up videos for reels. If I can batch that time, then I'm in that mode. I don't have to like drop in and come out and I'm able to more efficiently create more amounts of content in a shorter amount of time. So we can talk more about that another time, but systems love a good system. <laughs> the last thing I want to leave you all with is maybe the most important thing. And that is finding focus. When we are showing up online in a new way, in a new form factor, maybe we're starting something new, a new business. It is scary and there are 101 things we can do. There is just so much that we could do to potentially make this business succeed. That's overwhelming. And I remember feeling that when I started my podcast, there was like so many different directions I could take it. I was doing reels, I was doing all these things. And it's just not that long ago that I was doing this. Literally like last week, I was doing lots and lots at once trying to make everything work. And then I realized this is not working for me. I don't have the capacity to do all of these things every week and still be a sane human being. So I reeled it back in. I started asking people for advice and taking notes and learning and realized I needed to focus on one thing, one metric that could change the game. What is the highest impact thing that I can do that can allow me to make a bigger impact with the unsubscribe podcast. And for me, that was showing up on guest podcasts so I could get more visibility for the show. And so that is the one metric I'm focusing on now. My goal is to reach out to five people a week to be a guest on their show. And I'm going to be doing that whether they say yes, whether they say no, I'm going to keep doing that and keep doing that and then increase it from there. And I'm so excited about this because it has made everything feel a lot simpler. It has made everything feel just a tad bit easy, a tad bit lighter. And now I know what my marching orders are. I don't need to try to think hard about it. I don't need to figure it out. I don't need to schedule 10,000 things in a day that literally has no time or space for anything else. I get to allow it to be simple. So my recommendation for you is find that one metric that can change the game for you. Is it reach on Instagram stories or live? I think if you have a business account, you can look at your reach. Is it new followers? Is it number of guest podcasts that you're on? Is it number of lives that you do? What converts really well for you? Is it number of webinars that you do or a number of ads that you run or number of JV partners for, you know, having an affiliate for your program, the partners that you have that you're launching with. What is the one metric you can focus on that could change the game for you? And set a goal for yourself to go after that one metric. And this might take time to figure out, but I want to make sure that I talk about this because showing up is fun and beautiful and impactful, but I also want to make sure that we're showing up in the way that not just impacts other people, but impacts our lives the way we want it to as well. 
because if that happens, that gives us the fuel to show up more for other people. And this amazing wheel starts to spin. It's really, really beautiful. So that is what I wanted to chat with you about today. I'm beyond excited for all of you that are going to start showing up in a big way in the world in 2024 in whatever it is that you're doing. And when you do, let me know because I will follow up with you. If you tell me, hey, I'm going to show up in this way, I will follow up with you. I'll be your accountability partner. And I want to see the reel that you make. I want to see the podcast episode that you post. I want to see the blog post that you make. And I want to read it. And I want to celebrate you. So please let me know how you are playing big again, how you are showing up in a massive way, how you are being brave in this time of your life. Because we're all going to do it together. And that is what's going to change the world. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode and I will talk to you again soon.